Oh, there's never anything on this time of night. Oh, you didn't know? It's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, this is Badass Billy Gunn. My name is Armando Alejandro Estrada. <laughs> Hey, it's Rotor Animal. <laughs> oh, what a rush. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, stay tuned or you will feel bang. I am the genius of a Galarian renowned Lanny Poppins. Well, what's up, all you stars and stars? This is Marianne. This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michael, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011, on SNS Radio Network. See ya! And I wouldn't want to be ya. Turn it up, turn up, the radio. I need The world is listening. Welcome to Why. Your hosts, the great big mouth of the SNS network, now, at the Sun City Savior, Randy McWilliams. And now, now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another fantastic edition of Why here in the podcast on the SNS Radio Network, where we ask the question, how many times has Terry Funk really retired? I am here, as always, the guest host, soon to be probably actual fucking host, because let's face it, he ain't probably fucking coming back for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, I offer you the pommy bastard, Ashley. Huzzah, hurrah. Welcome to the show. And That's whatever. all you've got. That's well, I could say something witty um, about you know having the lines written on the back of my wrist, but I thought <sighs> no. Fucking stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Forward there we thinking. Go. All right. Let's just launch straight into this because I'll be brief right now. I have now worked about six full days and it took me about an hour to come home today because there's been a couple of major accidents on the motorway here. I'm incredibly tired. So if I seem at all incoherent, it's probably normal. Sounds like slave labor to me. Slave labor? Dude, slaves don't get 700 bucks a week. Uh, Well, yeah, given given apparently the jobs crisis that's happening over here with people doing jobs and apparently not getting paid benefits there was a whole load of oh but i don't know sounds like a wrestling game i'm actually a part of um anyway (laughs) 
Anyway, here we go. Let's uh, launch into the news right now. We've actually got TNA color insipid commentator Taz ranting on some ECW projects that uh, are currently in production and being promoted by uh, various people of the ECW, of former ECW franchise. Taz actually went to Twitter to vent on people seeking to profit off these actual projects. Uh, He said, quote, off Twitter, is it humanely possible for any more people to make any more ECW DVDs and make more money off something they had nothing to do with? I'm not talking about WWE. WWE owns the footage and helped us back then. So think before you type. I have no problem when indie promoters book ECW legends versus each other. That's different. That's a show, not sucking off original footage. For your information, I have no problem with ECW reunion shows. It always seems like the fans enjoy the nostalgia aspect of seeing ECW originals, and I think that's awesome. Wow. I'm trying to think of who actually uses archive footage. I know um, there's people like RF Video and stuff that do the archive stuff, which technically is and isn't owned by WWE because it was filmed on private cameras. It wasn't part of like the... I know there's some shows where they've got alternative angles because it isn't the feed from TNN broadcast. So it technically is ECW, but not, I think, WWE owned. Well, the so old tape traders as well. Yeah, like the early early to mid-90s as well of the same the same things. The first thing that comes to mind, and I'm going to uh, have apologies here if... Uh, I will issue apologies if I'm wrong right, wrong right now, but I'm not pointing fingers, but I got a feeling Mike Burns. If anyone knows who Mike Burns is, Mike Burns is the CZW booker. Oh, CZW. Um, the wannabe ECW, arguably. Pretty much. And I, pretty much that I know they do own some original footage, but I don't know how much. So I'm not pointing the finger at Mike Burns, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm just in the general direction of, C, of, C, of CZW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, if, I, if, if they do have some of the stuff, it kind of figures. Yeah, but just saying you, you just have to decide with Taz on that one, I reckon. But then again, you know, yeah, I side with Taz, but also if people have got the footage and they realize that they can make money from it because of the nostalgia thing in the economy that we're in, you might as well make some money from it. Well, true, actually, yeah, but, oh, well. Just Screw also it. Insane. The fact that WWE haven't released an ECW DVD in a fair few years. They no won't. That there's so much, clay, you know, the last ECW DVD was uh, December to Dismember. No, you want to go on record with that? No. Good. Because I'm pretty sure there must have been... I don't know. I believe ECW Extreme Rules was 2007. Uh, might have been, yeah. No, no, the not, not, not the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, but no, ECW... No, 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 I know what you mean. Cause yeah, that, you know what it is. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, sorry, that's just, the one which is pretty hard to find over here in the UK anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at I least hard to find very cheap. Yeah. yeah, I understand that you know what I meant, but the people out there probably didn't know what I, what I meant. Yeah. I know, What's, but you know that he knows. That's it. 
I still know that I know that I still know that I knew what you sort of did last summer. Anyway, let's just move on to the next bit right quick, real quick. That's the um, sequel. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the like, that's like the ninth, the ninth sequel. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view has actually been moved now. It was originally scheduled to be held in Las Vegas, and now it's being held in Phoenix. Money in the I, Bank pay-per-view's back then. I thought they were dropping it. Apparently. I just want to go on record right now as saying I'm glad it's back, but at the same time, I don't care. Like, I was for excited me, for like, it at Mania. Yeah. I have like a couple of wrestling news sites subscribed to on Facebook. This was announced as a major update that had been moved from Los Angeles to Phoenix. And... The one that had the major update I found out is because the owner of the site is living in Phoenix. Oh, I see. (laughs) It's local news. We're getting the show. (laughs) Now, the latest news is that apparently TLC is gone and Money in the Bank is back in its place. What? This is weird. Apparently, the pay-per-view lineup now says that on July 15, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view is back on, replacing TLC as the July pay-per-view. Now, of course, this is Vince. He can change his mind every time he has a dump. But I think that we should have a Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 28. Have to where it was, so it's one brand, one case. If there needs something to happen, then it can actually freaking happen. But who knows? But just letting everyone know. Apparently, Money in the Bank is back on, and apparently, it's in mini Phoenix. yay, mini yay, mini shrug. Next bit of news I've got is apparently Ring of Honor has blocked some top talent. From signing with the World Wrestling Entertainment, which is the odd. people that the people that have been blocked are the Briscoes and Adam Cole. <laughs> now, interesting. Yeah, the interesting part there is the Briscoes. Now, the Briscoes are currently in the tag team, or like freaking always have been in the tag team division at Ring of Honor, and are solidifying there around among with the world's greatest tag team, uh, among others. The thing is, is that the Briscoes could actually make do with what they have in Ring of Honor. They could be right up to the the WWE and bring some credibility back to the WWE tag team division. Therefore, what happened previously on Raw will never fucking happen again. From what I heard, it wasn't really actually blocked, but just that WWE was expressing interest in them. Oh, no, no, no. It It wasn't actually offering deals and everything. Even if it wasn't offering a deal, Ring of Honor has basically said, no, you can fuck off. Despite the fact that when the Sinclair bloke took over, he said he wouldn't do that. Yeah, but who thinks that Sinclair actually has any fucking say in what happens with the Ring of Honor broadcasting deals? Like, actually has a fucking say? Hmm. All I will add to that is, um, don't know whether it's, I think it's, is it Jay? Yeah, Jay went on Twitter and said, just to set the shit straight, Ring of Honor didn't block us from getting signed to the WWE. The internet is fucking stupid. Oh, I'd like good. to frame that quote. <laughs> the internet is fucking stupid. 
The uh, internet. The, no, 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 no. Do you know what would be funny? If he actually said interwebs. I just love... The interwebs is fucking stupid. Technically, you could take that quote and after it put Eric Bischoff. Given all the hate that he's had on the internet. Yep. Oh, man. Next bit of news I got, now that that's been defunct and shit. That's fucking awesome. Defunct? Um... Fine then, undefined. What the f- what fuck? What fucking more do you want? It's just you use the word funk. You're no, I'm like, I'm talking. I'm, to- I'm talking about that next. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. I know. I was trying to give right you a thing to say. Segway. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. You, 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 know, you aren't getting a Segway. You, you don't get uh-huh. a Segway, man. No, no, no. You're not black. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I might be under all this makeup. I don't know. I don't want to know what kind, what color whore rouge you fucking wear to a show. <laughs> wow! Man, you fucking walked into that one. I don't know whether I walked in or you led me in, you bastard. Oh no way! I'm not fucking paying you shit unless you fucking tell me. You're not being paid yet either. Yeah, you're right. Actually, uh, just actually something. <laughs> just like just actually something as well. Just just while we're on the subject of money, right right here. I had a $700 pay week that I managed to lose in about five hours, thanks yeah. to my incompetence of my phone company. Ah, nice. Yeah, I had a 300 and something dollar phone bill. No, sorry, it was a 200 and something dollar phone bill. And I said, I would like to pay that. They said, no problem. They did it all. And apparently the guy, instead of putting a 21617 or whatever the fuck it is, he put 51617. I lost three hundred. Well, now I've got three hundred dollars credit on my phone bill, but I have absolutely nothing to last me for the rest of the fucking week. How pissed off do you think I am? And if any of you out there are saying sue them, okay, great, give me the money for a fucking solicitor. No win, no fee. Actually, no. The fee will probably be about the three hundred dollars. Okay, just on another bit of news right now. Here's your fucking segue, Terry Funk is actually being admitted to undergo a knee replacement quite soon. And he's actually unable to appear at the Wrestle Reunion in Toronto because he needs to recover. Now, Funk, who has never truly retired, which is actually a fucking lie, he's had, that I know of, eight retirement shows. He actually may be forced to retire, finally, once he's had this surgery, because it means he won't have freedom of mobility again. And just for the record, 13 years ago in the Beyond the Mat documentary, the doctors were amazed that Funk could still walk with his knees in the state they were in. And was that the second or third time he had to retire? In, that was that was after about match. that was after about three or four, yeah. Yeah, was like, that was after about three or four. Every single time he goes to Japan, he yes, he basically has a retirement tour. Yeah, but yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing see, seeing um Terry Funk there. So it's it's going to be sad if he has to retire because like my first real instance of Terry Funk was obviously back when he had when he was wrestling Mick Foley, and not only that, but um when he won the when he won the belt for the, on the first ECW pay-per-view, barely legal. So, don't uh, know. See how we go with it. Yeah, we'll see. That's, it's, it's a bit yeah. of a shame, but 
you know, as much yeah. as much as I think that he'll retire, I just think he, he may retire from active wrestling, but he could still be involved backstage yeah, and whatever, that doing various other stuff. That would be good. I want to see him one more time as Chainsaw Charlie, just be just just quietly with a chainsaw that actually works now, rather than just an engine in a thing. Yeah. With the fucking that chainsaw at the Royal Rumble in 90, that chainsaw in the Royal Rumble in '98, the chain blade wasn't going. It wasn't either. How I know a lot about chainsaws now. Watch out. Yeah, Yeah, you know a lot. Let's get on to this next bit of news. It's actually something quite funny. Punk had an interview in for a Philadelphia radio station, and he was actually he actually was asked who his least favorite opponent in the WWE was. And he actually said it was for the current TNA star, D'Angelo De Niro. I'm not going to say Elijah Burke. But yeah, Elijah Burke. Punk said, and this is a quote, good question. I always get who's your least favorite. I always get who's your favorite opponent. This is great because I enjoy talking trash about my least favorite opponent. Does anyone (laughs) remember Elijah Burke? He, he was terrible. Like, he is absolutely the worst. Like, talk about a diva. Oh, man. Sorry if you liked him. Wow. But, um, if anyone's seen the match, it, it, okay, look it up. If you actually look up saying Reason Punk hates Pope or Burke or De Niro or what, whatever, just Reason Punk hates this guy, you'll understand why. There's a massive, massive communication botch by De Niro, because he didn't fucking listen to punk. Like, watch it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. And yeah. He might have got better since then, but the question was, who was the worst opponent that you faced against? And arguably... Yeah, and this, this is even better, though, because um, there was actually um the time when, um if anyone remembers it, punk versus Burke... And Burke did a um like a knees to the back or something, and Punk slumps over in the corner, and you you, you can hear him quite clearly on the audio say, "Wow, that hurt." <laughs> yeah, good old microphones never go wrong. And last bit of news that I want to bring up is actually something that I actually read on a comment section. Big Show is facing Cody Rhodes for the Intercontinental Title. So, right now, the card is Cena Rock, Jericho Punk, Seamus Bryan, Triple H Taker, Show Rhodes. Now, people are actually calling for Big Show to retire if he loses this match. To all of those marks and sharks, because they're shit marks, all the sharks out there, fuck up. Seriously, just fuck up. You cannot say that Big Show, because he's big, mean, and no longer a lean minting machine... Because he can't beat a puny little bitch like Cody Rhodes that he that he should retire. You know, I'm sorry. Like, a girl gets double D breasts and then a girl walks into the room with E cup breasts. You don't just immediately divert your attention from the girl you're staring into her cleavage. You don't divert your attention from <laughs> You know? Either way, both are fake. Which one are you going to freaking fuck? True, uh, question is, are truly both of them fake? Oh, Most no, likely they are, them. but, yeah. you know. But but anyway, but even, it's, even it's, with that, yeah. I can't, I see your point because if Big Show does retire, it's not because of the fact that he lost to Cody Rhodes. It's because he's been in the business for nearly twenty years. 
Yeah. For fuck's sake. It's pretty much and that also, if I'd this, also like to see him win, to be honest, because then it would make him, I think, the ultimate Grand Slam champion. Yeah, it would. It would make he's him held the WCW World Heavyweight belt. He's held the WWE belt. He's held the ECW belt. He's held the United States title. And he's held the tag titles because they were unified, so technically he had both belts. The only one he hasn't had is the Intercontinental. If you want to get technical, he hasn't held the Cruiserweight title either. <laughs> oh, yeah, he qualified for Cruiserweight. Oh, yeah. And then maybe just his right arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even one of his legs would be over the limit or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that. As you said, I kind of want Big Show to win because it'll cap off his career. But um, I do want Cody to win because it will give him that enormous push. And also, other than... JBL and Shawn Michaels. Nobody else has retired at WrestleMania. Let's not keep the trend going. In fact, I wonder if Triple H in the next couple of weeks will announce that he says, if I don't win, I'll walk away from the WWE or something like that. No, 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 no. They need to keep him in because they'll no, want he'll, to he'll, use he'll him. Become, for... But he'll become GM. He, 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 he'll become no, GM. They'll, like they'll want to use him down the line like McMahon, like Vince. Yeah. Because technically, Triple H can still go. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing, is that... What I'm, what and he's I'm got tempted... so much ring experience that he'll make Vince as boss look relatively normal. Here's my thing with that, though, a Triple H thing, is that you've honestly had, you know, the Vince doing matches thing. Like, Vince, had, Vince made his debut in 1998 against Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Now... I think that Triple H doesn't really need to be in that sort of position for or like like actually having to face people because he's pissed off with them and they're being a complete dick to him or whatever for at least another seven years. If he's going to become Depends in that position. Depends how desperate though. they get to keep the audience if they're that desperate to cling no, to No, no, the only done. reason that they want to see that is um DX another DX reunion? Yeah. Oh well, DX reunion of sorts. Sean like, Michaels, you know what I mean by that. No, I know, I know, I know. Dog and Billy Gunwood. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. New the Age Outlaws and X Pac and yep. Shy and no. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. There's a couple of things that I've got interesting bits. Vintros okay. apparently is still being paid. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, um, apparently after quitting, you know, in February, he didn't quit. He didn't quit. He got fucking shoved out the door. Well, whether he we got all shoved out the door or not, apparently he he will be paid for the remainder of his contract. Which expires that he didn't quit. Yeah, which is pretty much saying you didn't quit. We're just getting rid of you and paying you for doing nothing. Which is pretty much what they did before. Basically, they're trying to cover up the tracks. There we go. Amical split. My ass. My ass. The interesting thing also with the Hall of Fame, apparently, the one-hour thing that you'll see before Raw 
<clears throat> the night after WrestleMania, we'll have two, which are the two big ones that they've already showcased, which is Edge, who will be inducted apparently by Christian, and Four Horsemen to be inducted by Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Now, here's the thing, is that you understand that just on that as well, apparently TNA hasn't given Ric Flair any clearance yet. Yeah, that's the other thing that I'm really... We're a month away from the ceremony and TNA still, we're not letting you go, apparently. Which... Uh, you know what I really want to say? I really, I really want to see Shawn Michaels saying, I'm sorry... Uh, Hunter can't make it, and then Hunter comes out as Ric Flair. <laughs> oh God, DX. Yeah, but as 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 I just, as I just mentioned before, you cut me off. Apparently, they also want Dusty Rhodes to be doing it because of the feud <laughs> Dusty Rhodes had with the Four Horsemen back. Oh, uh, where we need JJ to do his Dusty Rhodes impressions because I can't do it properly. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! He got a bicycle. Sorry. I apologize to all Dusty Rhodes fans out there and fans of JJ doing <laughs> I fucking suck at doing this. It's the only fucking bad it's the only bad one I've got. I have some terrible ones, but that's just fucking bad. Anyway. Yeah. Lee said Lee's mentioned about that the bear. Okay, all all news from you, Ash? No, so nothing else you gotta talk you gotta talk about? Nope. I think that's Okay. okay. It's yeah, quiet news week. To be honest, quiet news. Yeah, it it has been, but even then, we are leading up to WrestleMania. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I've got to rub out rub out all the news I've got on my wrist here. It's going to take a while. Shit. Mm, yeah. Sorry about that. Just just confuse everybody and just use Tipex. Um, and on a and side then, note, then do red mark on it. <laughs> <laughs> just co- just cover the wrist in Tipex. Put red marker on it, and then people will think you'll CM Punk <laughs> or emo. No, that's only if you do certain marks with the uh, certain mentioned red marker. Oh, so you want me to be Skrillex? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't like Skrillex. Like everyone out there who's like, like, there's actually been a couple of people out there who have been emailing me some Skrillex stuff, going, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" I re- I reply back with. With something, uh, something like Cradle of Filth, and saying this is fucking much better. Skrillex just uh, sounds like a, a mix between a George Foreman grill and Scrabble. Not only that, but ev- but everyone's saying like <laughs> just the uh, day. Everyone's everyone's saying like like Skrillex. Oh my god, he's so awesome! Really, really, he's awesome. He's awesome. He well, he actually he actually looks like the- he looks like a flat version of Justin Bieber with longer hair. <laughs> according to the um. BBC Sound 2012 chart. Apparently, he's about number three on the uh, artists to watch for 2012. Oh, number three. Good. I wonder if number two are Justin Bieber and Selena, and Selena Gomez. No, um, it's it's only people that have only just really started. I think Gomez and Bieber have had a slight head start. Fuckers. Oh, yeah, that is kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's all. Basically, all the news we've got for you here on Why on this bit of Newsweek, at least. Um, we'll be right back after the break with the triple threat, where hopefully we can actually get in touch with our good friend, the now actually walking 
the dead man himself, Mr. El, Mr. El Diablo Ramirez. Hopefully mm. we can get a hold of him and be able to do a triple threat that actually has three people for once. <laughs> so anyway... You see, for the past few weeks, it's been triple threat elimination and somebody's already been eliminated. We just caught it late. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so we're actually TNA. We're just missing that vital part of the match. Yeah. All the old, all the old WCW thunder. Anyway, I'll bid you this guys... Is as long as it isn't a triple cage match. True that. I'll bid you guys farewell, and we'll see you after the break, after these messages from the SNS Network. See you guys soon. Started in 91 in the state of NC. In the place to be, your boy paid his dues. With hell's a visa spot, all the marks are through. Vertebreaker, we'll break your spine. Vertebreaker, does the trick every time. Vertebreaker, we'll slap your face. Vertebreaker. Uh, you knew me as Sugar Shane, you may have known me as the Hurricane, but this is the Shane event, Shane Helm, and you're listening on the SNS Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to show you how being a wrestling news live family member and diehard listener can change your everyday look on life. Example, here's the brand new commercial from Subway. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. My melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Uh, I don't think this is working out. Now let's replay that commercial and show you what Todd would have said to her had he been a member of the Wrestling News Live family. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. M- my melt? Yeah. I'm your girlfriend now. Shit, bitch. Who the hell you think you are? Give me my sandwich back. Bitch, please. Better be willing to give me some of that pussy before you get some of my sandwich. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another example of how becoming a member of the Wrestling News Live family helps you live a better life. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, brings you pro wrestling nostalgia, featuring classic moments and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart, but... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network.
Hey, wrestling fans. Do you want a break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Hey you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday nights? Well, if you haven't, make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday nights with JJ Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers Smackdown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. Daddy Cool Diesel, you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Just got a couple of new stories come up while we were in the break, hoping that Mr. Ramirez would come online. It is actually being reported right now that Mark Henry could be on his way out of the WWE. It's reported that Henry's contract is expiring this year and that the uh, pain and tension created with Vince due to Vince being less than sympathetic towards Henry's injury um, could lead him to not renew his contract and would also explain the squash matches against Big Show in the recent weeks. Wouldn't you be unhappy if you were told to work injured or, you know, below par health-wise? I, I do work injured and... And below par. I work in below par every single night. Now that we that we record this show. Oh no! Oh, I don't be asked. I don't be asked to record the show. I do it off my own free will because I love the pain and torment. Yeah, there you go. So all you people that think a lot of effort goes into it, apparently it does. Yeah, it does and doesn't because I just don't care. <laughs> no, I'm like no, I'm kidding. Another story that's come up in the last couple of hours is apparently Wade Barrett is now out for three to four months following yeah. surgery to repair his dislocated elbow, and he won't make WrestleMania 28. And it's also being reversed. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is also being a thought of being reported that. At WrestleMania, there was supposed to be a Money in the Bank ladder match, but due to the injury that Barrett has sustained, it's been scrapped. Oh, oh! Does that mean that he was going to win it? No, he would have cashed. He would have been the first person to cash in and lose. 
No, he would he would have won the money in the bank case. That's what I meant. At Mania. I, I find it odd that you'd have him out for three to four months, and now all of a sudden the money in the bank pay-per-view is back in about three to four months. Yeah. That's he actually kind of a they're going to be running thing. this storyline again in July. Well, hopefully they'll be running the storyline again in July, and hopefully he'll come back. And he might actually be a face when he comes back. I think they need to, because... Well, do they? If Sheamus did win the title at Mania, I think Sheamus as a face and Barrett as a heel would be brilliant. Because that would be going back to the old school days of FCW. Yeah. I think they feuded over the title in FCW. Possibly. 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 But uh, I would actually like to see that. See see how they can work with it, because obviously they've, they've had the previous tension there, so... See how we go. The only other thing, a bit of news I've got to come up with is that apparently the WWE Network has, quote, failed to agree a single deal with a cable or satellite provider for its own cable channel. Now, the original plan was to have the launch date by April 1st, which is WrestleMania, but the network has pushed it back until November. The source is saying that WWE has struggled to sell the network with the shows it it intends to broadcast. Yeah. Well, the one that's got promise is Legends House. Possibly. I mean, especially TMZ seemed especially interested in it this week. But if you look at the rest of them, like Big Show Cooking and Divas on the Road in a PG environment, isn't going to be what quite a lot of the old demographic that they were going for are going to be interested in watching on their cable channel. Yeah, they just want to see Kelly Kelly pissing in a sink. Wow. I, I thought we were going to more of the, you know, the old school, like, Divas lingerie DVDs that they did, like Divas Do New York. No one wants to see that. Everyone just wants to see Kelly Kelly pissing in a sink. Don't know whether I do. That might be a bit too twisted for me. A bit too twisted, you say? Yeah. What do you guys out there think, anyway? Yeah. Tell us, tell us what you want to see on the on the network. Anyway, yeah, well, let's just you roll want into to see this. Any thing. other divas doing porn like China is? Yeah. Let's see how we go, ladies and gentlemen. And basically, let's just launch straight into the triple threat right now. Is the IWC coming down on us yet again? I am still Nam here with the Pommy Bastard Ashley. Um, Ash, you actually have a tweet that was actually posted from Austin Aries on Twitter. Yeah, I don't have the tweet around because it was Impact reported on it and it eventually got brought into the angle that was on this Thursday's episode. But it was along the lines of I'm X Division champion. Yet I can't get anywhere near being the main event of a show. Yet Sting can say he quits and book himself into a pay-per-view main event. 
shortly after deleting this post, he then posted the message regarding uh, perhaps I was stirring the drink too much. I seriously don't know what that means. If he's drinking too much, then uh, drink away, my friend. I don't know. Well, that is actually kind of a weird thing to to have because um, it's that Sting's already been in countless main events. And especially in the last... Even if I just go in the last 12 months. In the last 12 months, just, just going from... April of 2011, in fact, March of 2011, from last Victory Road, okay? Yeah, from the last Victory when, Road when we all know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much, the thing was, that was his first match in about three weeks against Jeff Hardy, because he beat Hardy for the title. His very next match was against Hardy for the, for the title. The rematch, in that point, the 47 second, or whatever, no, 87 was it? 80 something seconds, yeah. yeah. But even then, right? It was pretty much that he had two matches in March, then a three-week break to lockdown, then another two matches in April, before a mo- almost a month before he faced Van Dam at Sacrifice. And the thing is, if you look at it, it actually went. Sting, Hardy, no disqualification, main event. Impact was Abyss, Billy Ray, and Matt Hardy versus Anderson, Van Dam, and Sting in a steel cage, main event. Impact Wrestling, Van Dam versus Sting, I believe the main event. Oh, no, it was the main event. Van Dam versus... Oh, yes, yes, it was, actually. It was, it was the main event. Then we had Sting, Mr. Anderson, and Van Dam in a three-way steel cage match for lockdown main event. Then Sting faced Matt Hardy on Impact. Wasn't... I don't think it was the... I don't think that, that was the main event. Sting, Bully Ray, and Mr. Anderson had a, had a triple threat on Impact main event. Sting, Van Dam uh, at Sacrifice main event. Gunner and Mr. Anderson... Versus Eric Young and Sting, and the thirty-first uh, of May, main event. Slammiversary nine, Mr. Anderson defeating Sting, main event. June fourteen, uh, Abyss defeating Sting by disqualification, main event. June twenty-seven, Sting versus Scott Steiner, main event. Impact, Sting versus Sting defeating Mr. Anderson for the heavyweight championship, main event. Hardcore Justice, Angle versus Sting. Main event, 25th of August, Angle versus Sting on Impact. Now, Angle versus Sting, that wasn't the main event. That was actually for the title, but that wasn't the main event. No surrender. Angle, Anderson, Sting, main event. Do you see a fucking pattern going here? Yeah. It doesn't seem to be just for one pay-per-view. It's just Aries has only been around for, well, since Destination X or whatever it was in July. Now, I do also want to point out something else as well. It's that... Since Bound for Glory, when Sting defeated Hulk Hogan by submission and his Sting won, Dixie Kane regained control of TNA. Which was billed as the main event, but not actually in the main event actual role. Yes. He had to had two matches. Hardy and Sting defeating Bobby Roode and Bully Ray. And Storm and Sting defeating Bobby Roode and Bully Ray. Now, I don't want to say, you know, overbooked tripe. But the thing is, is that if it, it just on that notion, Sting has had, I think, since the infamous 87-second match, I think he's had three matches not on the main event of Impact that he's been booked on. So, yeah. Ares might have a point here. Just I, saying yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because uh, we were, we're actually talking about this, this, this before, is actually gro- almost a growing trend. 
Because what do you mention about this year's WrestleMania? Well, if you look at WrestleMania, technically, your two big main events, if you take out the world titles, because the two matches that people are talking about at the minute, are two old veterans in Taker and Triple H, who haven't... Well, okay, Triple H has wrestled a couple of times since WrestleMania last year, but not as often as he previously has done and Undertaker who hasn't wrestled since Mania last year going on at Hell in a Cell and then Rock who hasn't been on a Mania wrestling since Wrestlemania 20 facing Cena and it's just it seems to me there seems to be an over-reliance on wrestling's past in order to get wrestling's future watching yeah, even if we look at that bit of wrestling's past, like Sting isn't the only person who's been in this. I mean, if you actually look at, in fact, let's look at Hogan. Hogan has only had, technically, two matches on TNA TV, right? It was Abyss and Hulk Hogan versus AJ Styles and Ric Flair. It was the first no contest and then the no disqualification tag team match. Uh And it was the main event of Impact. It was the opening and main event of Impact. And then you had Sting defeating Hulk Hogan in the penultimate match at Bound for Glory. But it was being billed as a double main event. Yeah. Because it was Hogan wrestling. And again, it's that case of the veterans coming in you know i you keep talking they keep talking about the new guys coming in and being given their chance to shine and i don't know if it's the new guys fault or the you know the writers fault or booking or whatever but sometimes it seems that they have to sometimes put over... I mean, it's understandable why they're doing it with Cena, because they need him to go over on somebody that's recognisable to the majority of the audience, and Rock is pretty recognisable. But... Yeah. There's been some... Uh, there was. I've heard loads of things saying, would it be good for The Undertaker to lose his streak to a young guy? Well, then... I don't think it'd be good for Undertaker the only prob- to The only problem is... That would hang on that guy forever. Yeah. It, you know... That would be he could his... Weird, he, he, he could beat Flair and Cena with, like, 20 world titles. Nobody will care. Everyone will say he's the guy that beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or whatever. And that will just be hanging over them. So, you know, is it just time for the the old guys to kind of realize that they need to pass the bat on over like Rock is doing. Rock is doing it in the right way, but I don't see how Sting should be there at the minute and Hogan and Flair in TNA. And to be honest, with the whole Triple H CM Punk thing, that wasn't really necessary because Punk already made himself with the uh, shoot promo he did. Yeah. Okay, it hasn't happened really with anybody else, but if any other big guys come back just for one-off matches, it'll probably be against up-and-coming talent. I mean, if Goldust 
had come back to face Cody, was was there going to be any need to? If, you know, yeah. if we know now it's going to be Big Show and Cody, but you know, if it was Goldust and Cody, I can sit, I can understand the whole reminiscing, but also I kind of basically think back to WWF and the new revolution that they had. Wrestling overall, certainly with TNA and WWE, needs its new, new, new revolution. Not only does it need its new, new revolution, I think they need a new, a new revolution where they just fire anyone over the age of 43. Because, okay, I'm just going to point something out here for, for everyone, okay? Since Ric Flair lost to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24, okay, he had an unsanctioned match at WWE against Randy Orton. Okay, where Randy Orton just beat the shit out of Flair. Mm-hmm. Now, apart from that, since Flair has gone back into wrestling, he has won one match. He's lost to Hulk Hogan four times. In fact, if you actually count the no disqualification tag team matches against uh, Abyss and Hulk Hogan versus AJ Styles and Flair, he's actually lost to Hogan six times. Do we even count the Hulk? What on that, that is Hulk Hulk Mania Hulk Mania tour. E- even with that, I think I think he won one by DQ or something. No, he didn't. He lost them all by pinfall. Oh, there you go. So even there, he didn't win any. Yeah, <laughs> if we just count TNA, it's Abyss and Hulk Hogan defeating AJ Styles and Ric Flair in a no disqualification tag team match. Abyss defeating Flair. Jay, Le- Jay Lethal beating Ric Flair by submission. Ric Flair defeating Jay Lethal in a street fight. Mick Foley defeating Ric Flair in a last man standing match. Oh, Matt Morgan the, defeating uh, Ric Flair. Pants off match. Oh, God. Yeah. Matt Morgan defeating Ric Flair. Christopher Daniels and James Storm and Kazarian and Robert Roode defeating Abyss, Billy Ray, Matt Hardy and Ric Flair at Lethal Lockdown. And then Sting defeating Ric Flair, uh, the impact taping where Sting finally got his chance to get his hands on Hulk Hogan, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically that we have guys who wrestled each other 18 years ago in the main event and basically being the front men in the company that is trying to be as successful as the number one company in the business. The one thing I do have to, you do have to give credit for for TNA, at least their current champion hasn't had to go through it. Oh, Rude, Rude yeah. Rude hasn't really had any kind of involvement with the old guys. He now is with Sting, but again, this is possibly is because of the whole... This is a, a recreation of Roxena just in TNA. You're getting the veteran against the... Uh, I say young upstart, but you can't really call Cena a young upstart because he's been around for too long. But I think you, you get him adrift. You're getting the guy who's been around for a lot longer than the other guy. Yeah. And this is actually something as well. When do you think The Rock is going to leave WWE now? Well, they could because easily... It- well, he's at, he, apparently he's at WrestleMania 29. Whether that's wrestling capacity or not, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. I want to say... That he's going to be involved in SummerSlam in some kind of feud and match because they want the SummerSlam buy rates up again. Oh, well, obviously they want the SummerSlam buy rates up again considering how shit they were last uh, for, for last year's one. I think his last year's was brilliant. 
Well, this year was probably the best SummerSlam I've seen in the last couple of years, but... Yeah, mainly because of Cena and CM Punk, because mainly. that was a brilliant match the month before Money in the Bank, although I still have to say, WWE, why did you only let that go on for a month? You should have had CM Punk hold the title hostile for three months. Come back at Survivor Series. Who's the sole survivor? Who's the sole champion? And then Alberto Del Rio comes down and screws everything over because of Kevin Nash. Well, no, but yeah, it's just—I uh, just don't want to see. You know, Foley's even said he wouldn't mind getting as long as the circumstances are right. I wouldn't mind. He wouldn't mind being in one more match. Well, that's that's actually one thing as well. Is that even Stone Cold has said that? Yeah. Just one more match. Now, just Stone Cold versus The Rock. We all want to see it. We all want to see number four. So, give the even though it's going to be a bad match, give the people what they want. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah, what do you just, do? Well, Stone Cold wants a match, but... He wants a match, but... Want is a lot different to being able to have a match. Yeah. You know, um, arguably, JBL was kind of in that situation. He went out for a couple of years, didn't he, just doing commentary for SmackDown. And then 2008, he suddenly decided to get back involved for a year. And then at Mania 25, he retired. Yeah. Or quit. He didn't retire. He, well, same thing. It's just, you know. He's going to be back. Same with Nash. Nash came back at the Royal Rumble. Okay, that was only for one-off appearance. But then they did this storyline with him from about... Was it Money in the Bank or was it SummerSlam? SummerSlam because he jackknifed Punk. Yeah. But it was it was in and around then when he first appeared, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it wasn't actually on the pay-per-view. It was like a few nights before, I think. Or a few weeks before, I vaguely remember yeah. him coming in over the barricade and whatever. I think it was because of Triple H. It was the week after he took over from Vince, probably. But then, you know, Nash was around for four or five months until Survival, no, TLC, wasn't it, when he uh, had his match. And then he did that tweet, which basically looked like his retirement. So, you know, I'm not against that, but then again, that's also you're detracting away from the young talent. I mean, well, Triple H... It's not, more or less the, it's, it's not more or less the young talent as such, but the talent that deserves the push. I mean, yeah. Ziggler's been in that main event picture now. He's had the world title for 30 minutes. But Ziggler still needs that defining moment. Ziggler's become excellent now. And I, I'm going to be upset if they just thrust the title onto Sheamus because he won the Rumble and they're getting sick of Brian being being the heel. Yeah. Well, even in that sense, um, with arguably there as well, it's also the over-reliance on Cena. You know, if we add it up since WrestleMania 21, how many days has he been champion? Oh, God. Even including the World Heavyweight title stuff and everything, because I'd say we're talking at least since 2005, so that's seven years ago. I'd say at least three of those years he's been a champion, if you count um, the dates. 
Okay, let's. Okay, you know what? Actually, let's do that. Let's actually count the days. Because, oh, that you know, we're kind of verging into the territory. But it's again, it's it's kind of verging into rather than just old guys, it's like the same people in the spotlight. And yeah, one thousand one hundred and sixty-three days. Kurt Angle. With that, we can turn to Kurt Angle because arguably he killed Samoa Joe's push in TNA when he first went in, and he kind of killed Rude for a bit because TNA didn't feel confident enough for Angle to drop the belt to Rude. They had to do it the night after or the week after with him dropping it to Storm and then the week after that dropping it to Rude. Yeah. We could have just easily done it by just having it happen at Bound for Glory, have the huge celebrations rather than just everybody going, what the hell? That would have been a case when I would have gone with Sting and gone, I agree. Of course, the crowd were, were chanting, this is bullshit, I think. So that's why I well, went it's not, with it. it. Well, it's not actually for the fact that it's, that it's bullshit. I just, just say, Sting has held the title for 1,163 days. Combined. Okay, 700... Okay, 365 Which days. Is three, it's, yeah. it's three, it's, it's three years. Third, yeah, pretty much 1,095. Three years. three years, two months, pretty much. Well, no, with 360, it's pretty much about three years. The thing mm. is, though, is that Triple yeah. H has held it for longer. Oh, since 2005? Oh, no, 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 since 2000. Oh, well, I'm talking about... You know, I can understand for Triple H, because if you look at when Triple H won his first title, it was in 99. And, you know, he's been around for longer. Yeah, he held the title in 99 for like a couple of, couple of days, didn't he? He had it for a bit, yeah, yeah, and then he and then he won it again in two thousand, and then pretty much that. But it, it's pretty much that Triple H has held the title for one thousand one hundred and fifty fifty five days, so only a couple of days longer than Cena. No, actually, a couple of days shorter than Cena. Uh huh. There you go. Couple of days shorter than Cena. The guy actually. that's been around, the guy that was been around and holding titles since '99, because that's when he won his first one. Up to, I'm trying to think, was it 2009 when he last had the belt, or 2000 and who? Triple H. Triple H. 2009. 2008. 2010. Technically 2008. Didn't he have the belt at WrestleMania 25? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 09. Yeah, yeah. 2009 <laughs> is when he dropped it the last time. Yeah, so that's did. ten years, and in the space of just under seven, Cena's already surpassed him in the amount of time he's held the title. Yeah, and we're not talking about numbers of reigns here; we're just talking about total duration and yeah, the length. Ar- that's arguably he was the first guy to hold the title for I think over didn't what his like his first title reign was for like three hundred days or something, wasn't it? Who Triple H's? No, Cena's. Cena's Cena's first world title reign was two hundred and eighty. I think yeah, two hundred and eighty days. Yeah, but oh, when was it? Yeah, he won it at Unforgiven in '06 and held it right up to No Mercy two thousand and seven, which yeah, must have been it was over a year. Yeah, three hundred and eighty. Yeah. So basically, in that sense, he's doing a Hulk Hogan. In that sense, yes. In those two, he's in those only, two he's the only person. he held it for so long, you know, he held it for so long, you might as well 
that, that I think that's why the hell they had the spin about because basically he was going to have it day in day out. Yeah, he's the first person to hold the title for more than a year since Randy Savage did it in 1998. Now, everyone's going to say Hulk Hogan held it from WrestleMania 5 to WrestleMania 6, correct, but it wasn't a year. 1998. 1988, sorry. Yeah, no worries. But, yeah, so there, there we go. Uh, 88, 2005 to 6-ish, so that was about 15 years. 15, 16, 17 years. What, a go? Yeah. Or between, no, from between now. when Randy Savage held it for a year and Cena yeah, practically 20- held it for a year. Yeah, 17 years, practically, yeah. Se- yeah. Se- 17 years. And the thing is, when Savage held it for a year, if you technically want to take the previous title reign, Hulk Hogan held it for over four years. Yeah, and Backlund held it for five. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, San Martino held it for years as well. Yeah, Apparently, he held it. Cena is on some- the same level as them because he holds it for so long. Yeah, San Martino held it for seven and a half years. Then Pedro held it for three years. Then Bruno held it again for another three and a half years. And then Backland held it for, if you kind of really want to get technical, it was three separate reigns, but in total a 2,000-day reign. So was that six and a bit years as well? I'm looking at this, the longest title reign in TNA, it, with the TNA title, as it well, after it got dropped from NWA and everything, AJ actually holds the record. It's AJ, yeah. Yeah. Only about two days, so and then it's Angle by, the first one. Closely followed by Mr. Sting again. Oh, Sting, okay. Uh, closely but even followed. then, if it's, yeah. so, what's, so what's, the, what's, what's the main event of the next one? It's Sting, Sting, oh, sorry, Sting, a uh, rude storm, isn't it? Yeah, lockdown is rude storm. I still don't know why they did it like that. You could have had somebody else come in. Have, you know, have Anderson come in. No, Anderson's only just come back from injury. Yeah, but you could have, didn't stop Sting from getting the belt the last time he came back, just all of a sudden. Yeah, true. You could have had somebody... Obviously not AJ because they've already done that with Rude, but have somebody that's been a former champion, like Anderson, because they can't really yeah. do it with Hardy because they've done that for the last couple of months and they can't do it with Foley. Just have them challenge for the title. Obviously Kurt Angle's got his Olympic stuff to worry so about. Be it, yeah. Samoa Joe's got the tag titles, so he's out. So then the only person left is Anderson. Yeah, but they have, have him have him have him involved in a feud for a few weeks, which basically comes to nothing, and then build towards store. Yeah, at least no matter what, we're gonna we're gonna at least attempt to have a good match with and with um Storm and that. It's just Anderson hasn't been on TV since November, so yeah, just saying. But even yeah, then, I see your point then. But you know, I just it's just going back to the Aries comment. I kind of agree and. You know, it is reminiscent of, as I say, March 3rd. Yeah. Just, it walks actually, in, it, just walks in, gets a main event, walks out. Okay, this time title. he can't be champion because it's not, a t- it's not a championship match. It's just like a grudge match. Even then, I'm, I'm tempted to have the ending of this match between 
uh, the ending of the lockdown match between Rude and Storm, he's gonna have a he's gonna have Abyss returning because Abyss has been out since Genesis. There's another guy who hasn't been champion for a while. Okay, well, no, no. on on the TNA history, he's not been world champion. NWA, oh, no, I know that TNA yeah. has been champion, but he's an effective champion. Mm. Hell, if you can have Kane be champion in WWE and people saying Kane is a rip-off of Abyss and Abyss is a rip-off of Kane, I don't know, who gives a shit? They're the same kind of stature kind of guys, big guys that do the power moves. So, given that it looks like Kane could be on his way out soon, why not... TNA take advantage of this and have their guy as the top guy in the company, or at least feuding with the top guy in the company. Yeah, that, that's exactly it, and especially when Foley's on his way out for the like last time as well. So it's just one of those points that TNA is always going to be like the old WCW, old guy, top tier domination, pretty pretty much. So. We're just going to actually have to get used to that until TNA finally snaps out of it and someone buys out TNA and Dixie Carter agrees to sell. Yeah. So we've we've really got no choice with that. So who knows? Honestly, who knows? But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. If you're listening, you know, give us your thoughts, whether it be, I don't know, on comment sections or on Facebook or whatever when the posting of this or... Do we still have an email for this show? I'm updating that. Ah. ASAP. Okay. So don't email in because the email doesn't exist yet. Just see us on see us on the uh, just add us on Skype add us on uh, we've got a Facebook page Why on SNS. Faces. Yeah, the Book yeah. of Faces. Yep, the Book of Faces page. That's pretty much all we've got to discuss now, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think we've Covered everything that I wanted to cover. Yeah, because but even yeah, just this. It's got. Well, actually, next week we're gonna have to discuss our not next week. Week after, we're gonna have to discuss our um, victory road predictions. And I'm I'm just wondering why they're not actually having a um, title match. <laughs> yeah, but we'll discuss it's that next pay, week. It's your pay per view that happens every month. And uh, for the, the month of that March, happens every week. you're not having a match. Brilliant. No, 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 no. It's the pay-per-view that happens every every week, a non-title match on, Imp- on, on Impact. Mm, yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> right. um, any closing thoughts this week, Ashley? Not really. Uh, it's, but at least it's been a quieter news week. And quiet, it's been quiet, quieter yeah. overall. But then... As we build up to Mania, the uh, madness will ensue, and um, oh, something we, we might want to mention and might review next week if you watch it somehow. I think Ring of Honor have got a show. That's ah, oh, they do. So they do. We'll tenth actually, anniversary show. Tenth anniversary show. We'll, we'll actually review that next week. See you. See what's up with it. So, tenth hopefully that's going to be a good show. Hopefully, they do it better than TNA will do. Yeah, definitely. definitely. TNA anniversary show could be brilliant. Not. <laughs> it, depends, it depends who they bring in. Curry man. I demand Curry man. You man, Curry man. All right. Anyway, I believe it's time for us to get out of here. 
My honestly, well wishes to Wade Barrett. Hopefully, he recovers quickly in time for the next Money in the Bank, because it's probably about the only time he's going to be able to get anything, you know, a world title out of or something. Hopefully, he cuts his hair as well. But anyway, Samson. <laughs> that's it. Anyway, we're out of here. We will catch you guys next week. Make sure to stay tuned to all of the fine programming here on the SNS Radio Network. We have Wrestling News Live every Monday night. Uh, it's actually the award-winning Wrestling News Live. Yet again, another People's swag of choice. awards for WONL. Another People's, People's Choice, choice Award. And interviews. And interviews as well. Shawn Michaels won. We've also got Unplugged on Friday nights with... Uh, you're still doing the news bit, I assume. Yep. Charles or at least next couple weeks. bringing it back. Um, not via satellite. Not via satellite. Uh, also, Beyond the Bell, the Elite Force podcast, the Pro Racing Rewind on Wednesday nights, and also live pay-per-view coverage uh, here on the SNS Network. And uh, pretty much with that being said, we bid the farewell for another, for another uh, week here on Y. And just remember, I'm going to keep doing this until wrestling's back up the top of the charts again. And I need help. I need support. I need troops here. So then just a one-man fucking band. If, if, if it was, Ashley wouldn't fucking be here. Okay. If this is a one-man band, why am I here? Exactly. So anyway, we'll catch you guys next week, and we'll see you right here on the SNS Network. Ta-ta for now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Why, where we ask... Fuck! There's fucking outtake for you. Fuck me! <laughs> Ten stick seconds up. Stick, up. stick up your ass, Ashley. I already did, and it smells of honey. I don't want to know what you're doing. You can't do it. Deal with it, people. <laughs> Am I, I going to sit here and listen to silence, or am I going to go? I don't know. You I act, don't know. You act like I talk a lot. I don't. <laughs> Especially yeah, you're just, you're, you're just the guy who listens. Especially not when heavily medicated. True that. <laughs> Robert, you see, Robin Williams is not listening. Reverse the polarity of a neutron blow. <gasps> and now, last week it was he was going to beat up Chris Brown, and now he's got 50 Cent tied to the desk. Yeah, but that's for a totally different reason, like how long. <laughs> yeah. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of... Oh, hang on, wait a minute. Not another episode of Wrecked the Fucking Break. There's another fucking... Yay, episode. another outtake. Fuck you, Ashley. It's a... No, it was a mini episode. It's a mini fucking outtake. It's like a webisode of Keith Jackson. I've only been drinking for the last 15 minutes. Good start. You've only got to go for another 10 minutes, and you'll be on Crelly left. That's definitely an outtake. <laughs> right, I'm gonna keep drinking, you fuckers can talk away. So I can use Toto for now because I'm actually pretty. 
yes, because you're actually British. You're also a pommy bastard. Yeah, All right, but I can still legitimately say ta-ta for now. Brass eye, unmute you prick. Right. Driving backwards off. Okay, here's actually one thing. Brass eye, what, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> I don't know. You said... <laughs> This is cutting into my drinking time with my mates right now. I have priorities. Hey, wait a minute, whose show is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm muting you. You start when you want. <laughs> wow. All right, um... Welcome back to the episode of Why, Where, We're From Fucking Hell. You guys gonna shut the fuck up or what? Fuck, fuck, fuck off, bro, sorry. Alright. I'm a happy, 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 my, happy. Okay, my producer just said take 347. Go. That IWC really does not like us. Uh, my, of course, I am Nemo. I'm still here with the Pommy Bastard Brasso. Fuck! Yay! <laughs> Shut up. Uh, well, I think we've realised every fucking intro. Every we realise what the final segment is. It's going to be outtakes from last week and this week. Fuck up, Brasso. I normally Ashley's name's first. Anyway, try again. Take 712. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes of prep, 4 seconds to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Here we go. Outtakes. And. Okay. Yeah, that was your fault then. Yeah. I didn't know you were going straight into like that. Okay. Shut up! Okay, let's just fucking do that then, hang on. That's why we got unplugged. Point. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Next week.